0: Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kanane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster, but until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. Yeah, might as well. How is the uh, Bud Light Seltzer? Man, I love them. I've, I've, not, I've not had that yet.
1: You know, once you just graduate in life to a point, let's check these levels. Oh, these levels are beautiful. Same levels yeah. as the other night. Um, yeah. Yeah, once you graduate in life to that point, where you're like, oh, it doesn't matter what I do. Mm-hmm. My actions are inconsequential <laughs> as far as the universe is concerned. So I'm going to drink some Bud Light seltzers. I'm going to love the shit out of them because uh, I do. I think they're they're uh, a nice alternative to just drinking beer.
0: What does it taste like? Does it taste just like regular seltzer, like regular uh, yeah, water? Yeah, it's
1: like a LaCroix. It's like a boozy okay. LaCroix, but they're 5% alcohol. Mm-hmm. 100 cals. If you're watching, or counting those. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 I, I, I think they're great. I, I'm a big fan. And uh, yeah, who who is it? Somebody said that Zima, Zima, Zima crawled so the, these new seltzers could walk. <laughs> and I, That's pretty I, good. I agree. Everybody mocked that shit early on. Now it's like <laughs> now it's now it's a welcome invite to a party. I mean, they could put them in a regular can. I don't need the dainty. I like how they have skinny cans, like the, the psychological product design of putting it into a skinnier can.
0: I do like a skinny can.
1: You like skinny cans? I like big, fat cans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I walked into that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <clears throat> oh, man. Well, this is our uh, monthly bonus Q&A. Hello, yeah. patrons. Uh, Kyle and I still on quarantine from each other, um, got some compliments on our regular episode this week, uh, where people were like, uh, oh, it sounded like you're in the same room. So I think we figured out our, uh, technical difficulties.
1: <laughs> the sound quality was great. The content, whole yeah. other story, but the oh, sound absolutely. quality, oh boy.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully, uh, we figured this out and we can, uh, continue podcasting all the way through quarantine and, uh. Bringing you the uh, wonderful content that you've grown to expect from oh, yeah, the boogie man. monster.
1: Well, we got, I mean, we, yeah, I got into it. We we talked about issues at hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was, that was yesterday. Today, I got, went on a big bike ride, got out in the world, still looking at how uh, how life is handling this shit. Yeah? Where'd you, where'd you ride to? Uh, just all through Hollywood, then down mm-hmm. to, uh. Silver Lake and Echo Park. rode up to Dodger Stadium and back.
0: What is uh, what's LA look like right now with the quarantine?
1: I mean, the air's better. There's uh-huh. less cars. I mean, I, if you're a bike, if you have a bike and you live and you live in a city, mm-hmm. now is a great time. These streets are relatively empty. A bike. Uh-huh. It's not like you're in close quarters with somebody. Get out and see your city. If you got a bicycle, it's. A, I would say it's a good time for it.
0: Dude, we got out today and drove uh, down to Huntington Beach along the uh, PCH going south. And uh, even though the beaches are technically closed, dude, we got into two or three traffic jams. Like, there was just bumper-to-bumper traffic. People everywhere. People on the beach. People on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, it looked like a normal day. It didn't Orange look Co- like...
1: Yeah, Orange County's not part of the real world. No.
0: Yeah, they don't pay, they, play by the rules. They don't
1: think, they don't think that they're part of part of the, the, no. uh, the outcome here. But, uh, and, yeah, you know. man, it, it's been all right. I'm still not – not. I don't want to be too I, – I love it, man. I think this is great. <laughs> I think it's great. I, man, if – you know what? If we can keep getting Trump supporters to eat fish tank cleaner <laughs> and those numbers thin out <laughs> – Is that what happened to that older couple? They ate fish tank cleaner? Yeah, it was one person. Okay, like, all right, fine. I'm sorry to make light of the death of somebody that dumb. Mm -hmm. But when everybody's like, see, he's dangerous. I'm like, look who's doing it, though. Leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. These damn kids are eating Tide Pods. Anyway, the president said we should eat fish tank cleaner, so I'm going to do that because he's got to be the (laughs) smartest because he's the president. Oh God, don't get me started. Yeah, eh, we won't have to go down that road. And, uh how what's uh what what do we got? What's going on with the with the patrons these days? Well what's going on with you, Dave, since we talked yesterday. Oh, Any fun I'm... dinners? Do you have a fun uh, dinner? Or see, we recorded what... late last night.
0: Yeah, we did. What I can't even remember what I ate yesterday. Hold on, let me think.
1: You were talking uh, about you were big excited. We've devoted a big segment of this week's episode to the ham.
0: Yeah. Oh God! I was very excited about that ham. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to break quarantine and go get some more of that shit soon. So, um,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, nothing spectacular yesterday. We got uh, we got Mexican takeout yesterday. Um, Mexican. So yeah, that was fun. But yeah, yeah, uh, still trying to support the local businesses. So
1: yeah, uh, I was getting takeout. They said that food food should not be. Um... <sighs> I don't, like if you want to get f- afraid, you're gonna get afraid of everything, you know. If you want to start mm-hmm. getting paranoid, so that's the weird part about this. If you're prone to getting paranoid, like I'll go one way or another. I'll either eat fucking food off the floor, or <laughs> I'm just like bathing and rubbing alcohol. So yeah, I don't, I don't real do real good with a middle ground. So I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm working on it though.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I either I get into my modes where I'm super OCD about stuff. And then other times it's just, I let it all fly out the yeah. window. So you gotta well, live
1: your life. I've, I've, I'm an introvert, so this is just, this is glorious. Let's answer some questions. Yeah, man. let's, yeah, let's, let's, get let's into talk some to questions. the kids. Let's um, communicate with the outside world.
0: Speaking of food and cooking, Rohan Rajpal. Rajpal, I'm sure I mispronounced that. Uh, at what age? At what age did Dave start cooking? Um, believe it or not, I, I didn't cook till later in life, probably around 25. And I told this story on the uh, on the uh, Dave's Kitchen Q and A this week. But um, I, was, I was in my mid 20s. I was living in Canton, Georgia. Hadn't cooked a whole lot up until that point, but I loved barbecue. Uh, that's, that's when I really started to, to come into my own as far as my barbecue mm-hmm. palate and sensibilities. But where I lived there in Canton, we had one or two rinky-dink mom-and-pop barbecue joints, and they both sucked. They were just piss-poor excuses for barbecue. That seems
1: like a place that you could not get away with being shitty at barbecue. You would think. You would think in Georgia. Uh, in, in, that seems in, like, in a, the, that's like, a, like that's a licensed business. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. It's
0: like you should have um, passed
1: some tests.
0: But it was just real mediocre and uh, because I had gotten a taste of some good stuff like down in Atlanta, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is the good stuff and up where I live, this is the real mediocre crap. So uh, the first thing I really started uh, cooking was barbecue. I I bought a smoker. I started messing with uh, smoking pork shoulders and ribs, and just got hooked with that, and then uh, ever since just sort of broadened my horizons, uh, learning to cook all, all the kind of things I love. Somebody asked on that Q&A, you know, how what's a good way to kind of get into cooking and start cooking? For me, yeah. it was as simple as I started cooking the things I enjoyed eating. I know that's kind of obvious— but you know, hey, you like this dish or that dish, and you don't want to always depend on takeout or going and sit down restaurant to eat it. Learn how to cook those dishes yourself. And uh, you know, me being a man of, of broad appetites, uh, there was a, a long list of things I enjoyed eating. Did so you Did
1: you ever <laughs> mess something up that just broke your heart?
0: Oh, absolutely, dude! I messed something up this week. I, that's the thing. Like you, you're always gonna screw stuff up. Especially if you're tr- like I'm at the point now where I know how I can follow a recipe. That's not a challenge, you know. So I'm I'm more of a freestyle cook now because I got some chops. I got some experience. So often I will just make stuff up, and sometimes it's brilliant, and sometimes it sucks. And uh
1: That's, uh, <laughs> that's I what I a, like about stand up too is that sometimes yeah. you be on stage, you're like, I'm good at stand-up, I've been doing this for like twenty years. And then mm-hmm. you go for a bit and it just bombs nope. catastrophically. You're like, Hell yeah, still plenty to learn. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for keeping it exciting, comedy.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, comedy and <laughs> cooking both will will keep you humble because you're never you're never as good as you think you are.
1: What did you what did you beef this week?
0: This Not week to, I was trying to make um, a uh, a different variation on my chicken tortilla soup. I, okay. uh, I, I do have a good recipe for chicken tortilla soup, well, but well, I, I, put, I, jello,
1: I put, uh, <laughs> put jello
0: in it. I reversed uh, some of the techniques uh not to bore you with details but with a lot of my soups and stews the foundation Put a hot soup is into a live chicken. <laughs> I will uh, I will take onions and garlic and peppers and whatever else is going to be the base and I will roast them first in the oven for about an hour and then I'll pull them out and puree the roasted versions this time mm-hmm. I made what's called a sofrito where you kind of do the opposite. I took raw garlic, raw onions, raw peppers, uh, pureed them in a blender, and then simmered them in the Dutch oven for several hours. And I think I just didn't let it go long enough before I started adding my other stuff, my, my chicken stock and, and my chicken and stuff. And, and I think I used a little too much garlic, and it was just...
1: Too much garlic? A, yeah, I, I know. such a thing.
0: Dude, me too. That's, that's what I was thinking. Even though when I was doing it, I was like, this is still a lot of garlic. Um, but it was just too bitter and too garlicky and just too, just too overpowering. The garlic and onion was just way overpowering. And, uh, but, hey, you know, now trial and error. I learned. I learned. So
1: what are I you so going to do? Somebody wrote online, they're like, listen, a lot of people are stuck at home. They're learning to cook right now. Two pieces of advice. That's enough rice and that's not enough garlic. <laughs> go no go for it no.
0: yeah oh man yeah usually i adhere to that you uh, can't have enough garlic rule but
1: was I it found bad the or you just it wasn't as as spectacular as you'd hoped i mean it wasn't bad
0: like it, it was okay but it was one of these things where i cooked it all day like my soups and stews and gumbos and chilies and stuff i like to just cook them all damn day and yeah. uh, it was the fact that I spent you know eight hours preparing this thing, and the finished product was like, eh, okay. Well, the effort didn't. The effort to quality ratio is is a little off balance, so and that's always disappointing. But that's you live right. and learn. What there are you, you. going to do?
1: You're, uh, doing spe- it. you're out there doing it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of cooking, Lee Singleton asked, uh, if you're going to cook Chicago Mothman. Oh, Lee, come on! How dare you? If you're going to cook Chicago Mothman what would be the ideal cooking technique
1: i mean a ma- like all right let's 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 take away this uh you know you're going to honor chicago and and put them into a deep dish or some hack shit like that mm-hmm. or we could t- we could p- uh, look at this angle <clears throat> insects dave as a protein they're supposed to be the new protein of the future insects uh-huh. now i think they're a little more like crustaceans right it's going to be like a shrimp or a cradad? Well,
0: for some reason, I feel like the Mothman is in the poultry family. I don't know why. He flies. He's got wings. I know insects do those things as well. But he's a moth. There's
1: no he's a poultry. Moth, he's a moth.
0: But, but he's kind of an owl, too, right? There's a little bit of... He's got a little owl in him. No. I don't know. No. He's a moth. So he's just a big-ass moth. He's a 150-pound moth.
1: I, oh, think you, I think you boil. boil. Yeah, I think you got to... Then with the butter. Mm. A lot of craw dads, no craw moms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, nobody's pointing that one out.
0: Uh, you should write that down. No, um,
1: probably shouldn't. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> fucked up right now, Dave. Yeah, it's I A lot of bad ideas coming out of my mouth.
0: Yeah. How many, how, how many deep are you in the uh, Bud Light Seltzers right now?
1: I'm only on my third seltzer, but I got... I smoked a little bit, which I normally never do. But now I'm just, now that I'm not like responsible to you, because I'm not looking at you in the face and yeah. I'm just sitting in my garage. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, let's let it fly, man. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, <laughs> which is probably a bad attitude to have, but it's an attitude nonetheless. <sighs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm about four bourbons
0: deep right now.
1: Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get fucked Well, we talk about this on the regular, I try not to get <sighs> fucked up every day. Yeah. But ma- a little bit here and there, it's okay mm-hmm whoo sorry but um, yeah i'd say i'd say mothman's an insect and i think just as to broaden that topic how to cook insects i think you need to prepare them like a like a seafood like a small yeah. fish yeah i think so too maybe a Cause scampi because everybody's baking them into bread or they're mashing them into paste for like mm-hmm. the new protein you ever eat bugs dave i
0: uh, i've had uh i had something on I, I did some TV pilot where I had to eat a bunch of weird shit. I went to Chinatown in San Francisco, I ate duck oh. feet, and then I ate like crickets or, or some you sort ate of what insect. feet. Duck feet. I ate a, I ate a uh, duck's foot, and uh, not not not, not very tasty. It was not good. Webbed. Was, yeah, yeah. I did not enjoy it, but I was on camera and I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, on that same same day, I ate. Uh, I don't know if they were crickets or. Katie dids or something, but some sort of hopping insect on a stick. you know, oh, really? l- Like a little, like uh, the world's worst candy, you know?
1: I did crickets. We bought, like, but they had so much seasoning on them, you couldn't really tell that it was, like, it was like a dried cricket. Yeah. I had that. You ever eat, do you ever eat, like, gizzards and, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, chicken gizzards? Yeah. What's the one... Oh. I like, it, I like chicken livers. Scissors. I had it like on a skewer, I think it was like the livers or something. <laughs> yeah, chicken
0: livers are popular in the South Man, those uh, are good. and amongst old people. Uh, beef liver, beef liver and onions. That's uh, I never had liver and a miniature thing.
1: I never did that
0: one. Yeah, when I worked at Longhorn Steakhouse, that was on the menu. You could order liver and onions, and all the senior citizens couldn't get enough.
1: They did. Little. Yeah, I don't know that, yeah. It's a, what, I wonder what the old timey dish of our generation is going to be. That's a
0: good question. Like what what our grandkids are not gonna eat yeah, that like we what, eat right
1: now. But I don't know, was liver and onions was that like a like a pork or like a hard times kind of meal?
0: Yeah, I would think so. I think any of that more obscure meat, you know, that's that's kind of the basis of soul food and stuff, the, the cheap cuts, the discarded cuts that most people didn't want to eat. But now
1: everybody's uh, romanced that stuff back into mm-hmm. popularity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i don't know something to something to think about what's going to be going away what's going to be when we're not on wood g- if we make it to 70
0: that's a good to roll question to a restaurant i'm trying
1: to think uh, anything processed maybe anything yeah. inorganic
0: hot dogs stuff like that maybe corn dogs fucking hot dogs man i like a good i like a good corn dog um all right yeah there you go lee uh, although I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate you putting that image in my head. I don't want to cook Chicago moth man.
1: Um, I mean, maybe West Virginia moth, maybe Point Pleasant moth man.
0: Yeah, but not Chicago. He's he's our pal. He stops in from time to time. I don't want to do from that. from time
1: to time. time. Um, we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll find out what he's up to this <laughs> month.
0: Moving on, Danielle McCammit asks, "What's the craziest COVID conspiracy you've seen going around?" We addressed a little bit of this yesterday on the regular episode. Um, I didn't mention this yesterday, but I think I saw one where I don't know how crazy this is, but it just seems kind of um, really impractical that it, it was created by the Democrats to to make Trump look bad. Yeah, that's that's what happened, because Lord knows he doesn't do enough of that on his own. So we have to create a a global pandemic just to make Trump look like a fucking idiot.
1: Uh, yeah, the fact that anybody thinks it's created because that was a good point. So, I, I I never thought it was a man-made thing anyway, but somebody's like, oh, cool. So you made uh, biological warfare that only kills old people and young people, leaving the strongest left alive. Mm-hmm. If like you're really trying to take out a group of people, make sure it doesn't affect the strongest members of that population. Yeah, if anything, you'd want the reverse of that. Yeah, and we talked about the adrenochrome. You thought of celebrities trying to suck the good times out of the, the abandoned baby corpses or what have yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And uh and then uh, you know, that was basically what we got into. <coughs> sucking the good times out of the baby corpses. And mm-hmm. then uh uh yeah, what were the other ones? <sighs> yeah, it was biological I mean, warfare. Yeah,
0: biological it,
1: um I think it's. A ma- I mean, it's a cleansing. It's a. It's a. It's a cleansing. It was going to happen. It happens to a population. Any population gets a. Can you know get an illness that it can't defeat?
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm a big fan. Not a fan, but I'm a. I'm a somewhat believer of the Agenda 21 conspiracy, where the uh, global elites are going to try to. De- well, global depopulation you know, as a theory. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I believe that there's some truth to that and I don't know if this is connected to it but it it definitely falls under that umbrella of a possibility.
1: I don't think it's I don't think they're doing it. I think it's Mm -hmm. just in general that there's all right. uh, This is my my gloom and doom shit but how there's too many people. Now, Uh this isn't like a result of that but there's too many people meaning hold on, helicopter. Mm -hmm. I can't. Can hear it? Maybe you can't. I don't know. But um if there's too many people, meaning there's not enough resources for the amount of people that are here, that's being uh-huh. uh, very obvious with how the hospitals and uh, you know our medical resources are overrun by this thing, not prepared for it all. Now, if you were to a lot of money, a lot an amount of money to be like just in case, imagine last year if somebody's like, "What if a pandemic happens? We need to have." 50,000 ventilators. When what, what does the country have? How many ventilators? I don't it's, know. It's like, I think it's below 10,000. Now, what if a year ago we were just supposed to say, like, you know what? We need 50,000, 100,000 of these things. Uh-huh. Nobody. Like, for what? Well, just in case. Nobody's throwing just-in-case money around. Yeah. Nobody ever throws just... Look at people now. How many people have just-in-case money? You know, how many people Mm -hmm. have rainy day funds just on a personal level, let alone agencies that are all concerned about budget, this and that. So now this happened and. X amount of people are going to get it and nobody's prepared for it. Yeah, there's too many people. There's too many people. This isn't going to I don't think this is going to kill some major amount. I mean, it's killing people and it's bad. I don't think it's going to be millions I hope I'm right. Well, I'm talking on my ass because that's what there, we do here.
0: I've heard more than one source speculate that. Now this is pretty grim if you think about it, but I've heard this from a few different people—not people, but you know, world health, world health organization, or some of these people you see on these press conferences, not just Joe Schmo on the street. Yeah. But I've heard it speculated that fifty percent, worst case scenario, fifty percent of humanity, could catch this thing, okay? So simple math, 7 billion people on the planet, 3.5 billion people could catch it, and then the mortality rate's what, 1% to 2%? Let's say it's 2%. Mm -hmm. So 2% of 3.5 billion, that would be what? uh, 350 million, 30... That'd be 70 million people. So worst-case scenario, 70 million people could die from this thing. So that's... That's a, I mean even that's still a fraction of our 7 billion uh population I, but still I, 70 I, rare, million deaths is a lot.
1: In a rare moment I'm trying to be positive about this and yeah. uh, I think that <clears throat> listen once it's shutting down economies then that's where the money's going to be thrown at scientists. Uh-huh. Cuz once oh once the once the rich people are being affected, well shit, we got to figure this out. If it was just a problem for poor people, yeah, we'd be fucked. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. The more that was a conspiracy theory. I think we talked about that, that Tom Hanks, when he said he got it, was Uh just to make sure people took it seriously.
0: Huh.
1: Like maybe he didn't have it. It was just like, well, everybody loves Tom Hanks, and so if he has it, it means we should probably be careful and take it seriously. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad.
1: If Trump did if Trump was like he would be like, I have it, and then oh yeah, everybody would take care of themselves, like all the fucking idiots that follow him be like, Oh, see it's real. Yeah. Because we got social distance, but mm-hmm. I, I I think because it's the focus of the entire uh, population, yeah. That ho- hopefully, and I again again I'm talking on my ass. I don't know. You don't know who's going to listen to a guy uh, tuned up on Bud Light, <laughs> Seltzers, and old weed? Fucking <laughs> Kyle, man. you were wrong. Yeah, probably. Oh man, most of oh. the time I am. Change
0: of gears, apropos of nothing. Uh You know I shaved my head last week, or two weeks ago, right? Yeah, dog. You know what I did today? Shave your beard. I, ga- I gave myself a mohawk.
1: How? If you well, no I got about, last week. It, was, it
0: was about two weeks, two weeks ago I shaved it. So I got about two weeks worth of growth. My hair grows pretty quick. I got a little bit of a Chia pet thing going on here. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say how much you got up there after two weeks, that's not Yeah.
0: It grew I mean it, it's not laying down, but the but anyway, I, I shaved it to a Mohawk and there's definitely a, a contrast. You can you can see the big strip. I've always wanted a Mohawk. I've never had one. And now I now I got one so I'm pretty excited about it.
1: It's time to get weird. It's time to time to try on some of those clothes you weren't sure if you were uh, uh, felt comfortable in. Wear them around for a day. You'll get comfortable in them.
0: Oh man, that reminds me uh Jesse Case. Do you know Jesse? used yeah. to be an LA Nashville guy. Just, just funny. brilliant on Twitter, like just a great yeah. writer. And uh R- he real tweeted, grim though. Real <laughs> yeah, grim. real grim. But he tweeted something the other day. I'm paraphrasing, I oh. can't nail it word for word. But basically he's like, hey, straight dudes in quarantine. If you haven't tried dressing up in drag yet, you know, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> just just the image of, of him just walking around his house in drag, just just because that's that's something to think about. I might I might try on, I might go full drag. Hey, did I lose you there, buddy? Yeah, is that me? Okay. Is that
1: me cutting you off or you cutting me off?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, my phone's just sitting on the table. I didn't touch anything.
1: Same here, mine's just sitting on the ground.
0: Uh, oh well, but anyway, yeah, th- maybe that's something we could look into. Is uh, you know, j- yeah, just dress up in some drag just for the hell of it.
1: You Why know? well, I lost? I lost you when you were just talking about Jesse Case. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesse, he
0: tweeted something to the effect of, hey, straight guys, if you haven't, if you're not in drag yet during quarantine, what the hell are you doing with your life? Like, what better (laughs) time to, you know, explore a little bit, you know, put on a wig,
1: put on some makeup. I think sometimes I think jokes can lend themselves to great conspiracy theories. Part of me, I was thinking I was joking about how the toilet paper hoarding was just bidet companies. They were crisis actors. (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of hiring I just people to one. fight over toilet paper to push yeah. the idea of bidets forward and also maybe if a bunch of people did buy bidets and then you get a bunch of these hardcore fucking straight you know <laughs> weird then they, but then they start using bidets and realize that butthole pleasure is just butthole pleasure and everybody can lighten up about it They'll not, they're not going to be such homophobes they're like yeah your butt's a fun place to play with it's okay <laughs> yeah so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look at conspiracy theories that lend themselves to a positive outcome right now.
0: That's a good way to look at it, yeah
1: you know like that's, that. uh, conspiracy theories are all about control the, the the NWO and control. what if they're about like, what if everybody's just a little bit better from this mm-hmm. What if that's the big conspiratorial thing like, yeah, they're usurping the government and breaking laws, but only with the hopes that humanity's a little bit more compassionate after the fact.
0: Well, yeah, the the compassionate humanity angle, but also and this could be legit. Uh I saw some story the other day about uh how LA has had the cleanest air that it's registered in years because of Well, that's the just quarantine. a quarantine. Yeah. But mm. I mean, yeah, think of the benefit to the uh climate change agenda that this is going to do. You know, mm. maybe who's to say it's not a conspiracy to to clean up our environment, to keep people off out of their cars and in their homes and stop using so much fossil fuel i don't know
1: yeah i mean if you are feeling grim look at it like there's a little bit of a yeah the environment's getting a getting a few weeks off right now yeah and that's maybe healing things so mm-hmm. yeah we we can try and find some of that positive spin it's not easy but <laughs> it's out there a little bit you know it's exactly. all right hell yeah
0: All right, moving on. Let's see. Uh, Joe Micah Harris. Uh, hey, guys, is there a topic you'd be afraid to cover for fear of repercussion? I know a lot of people are afraid to talk about Scientology, the family, etc. That's yeah. a good question.
1: Nobody's uh, we... coming after us. <laughs> exactly. I rode, I rode my bike past Scientology today, and I thought it'd be funny if like anybody, because there's an apartment building right across the street from Like, why don't you just have a poster in your window that just says, you're in a cult? Like, just... <laughs> Remind the people walking in there. <laughs> Just hey, FYI, you're in a cult. Yeah, nah. I mean, I don't think anybody gives a shit. That's when UCB yeah. Theater opened up in 2005. They opened, they're across the street from Scientology, the Scientology Celebrity Center. There's, a, there's the big Scientology building. that's over in Los Feliz, right by their new TV station that they have. Oh, yeah. Celebrity Center. There was always a weird thing, like, can I joke about this? It's right there. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Are you afraid to talk about anything?
0: No, not really. Uh, We haven't covered Scientology just because, A, it's so vast, and, B, it's
1: been done so much.
0: You know, like, that's... It's been done
1: enough. Anyway, let's talk about Bigfoot again.
0: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Uh, it's an incredibly interesting topic. Uh, same thing with the JFK assassination. You know, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. But you know, what can our dumbasses add well, to that I mean, conversation that hasn't already been said?
1: Yeah, I'm going to regurgitate. You know, that Leah Remini thing that she was her series and just about David Miscavige's Mc- wife going missing and all that crazy. It's a fucking cult. It's a cult that's right in our. It's down the street from me, and it's just there. And mm-hmm. the theories I've heard is that. You know, you go and you tell them your secrets, and then they have your secrets. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll help you. We're connected, just like mm-hmm. other shit in L.A. You know what? That's okay. Here's one: how people like, oh, there's a pedophile cabal, oh, in L.A. And everybody dude, thinks, I, like it, within within show business, and everybody's like, that's ridiculous. But then Scientology is right there hmm. Yeah. Not I'm not saying they're the same thing, but why wouldn't the Uber because Scientology is like you join Scientology and then they can like help you with your showbiz career and then they just have all your secrets like, oh, you want to leave Scientology? I'm sorry. Did you like your career? I heard another thing that they basically are the bank. So the Scientologists have their money. Like, yeah, their money is held by Scientology. and uh-huh. If they want to leave, they'll just be like, well, thanks for the donation. And then your wealth is gone. Hmm. Uh, these are the th- th- things I've heard. Uh, but you know, that whole, like, I don't, you know, I, if pedophilia is a, is a real way of like an, uh, an illness, let's say like we were talking about before people are like, I'm a pedophile. I'm not going to fuck kids. I won't do that. But I know that's my predilection. That's mm-hmm. what I'm attracted to. And that's wrong. But what if that exists? Mm-hmm. This is oh fucking marijuana, Kyle really needs to be careful, dude. What corners he goes down.
0: I watched the Corey Feldman documentary last week. I forgot to tell you about this.
1: Shit, man! I knew that was coming out, and then all this stuff happened.
0: You yeah. watched that? I watched it. Maybe dude. this maybe
1: this is a regular episode. Maybe this is for the masses. Well, I'll go ahead and say this. I we had can talk not... about it now, and then we can talk about a regular episode. I, Lucky yeah. you, patrons. I so had much not for heard. barbecue dipshittery. i got to talk about kid fucking for a minute.
0: I had not heard this uh, allegation or tabloid story. Maybe you had. But one of the main points or storylines in that documentary, Corey Feldman, obviously uh, good pals with uh, Corey Haim, the yeah, two yeah. cory The, two the Corys. Corys, Who Corey yeah. Haim has since passed away. I think he OD'd or something a few years ago. Um, yeah. But get this shit.
1: Truly lost okay. boys
0: on the set of Lucas. Did you ever see Lucas?
1: Yeah, filmed in oh. uh, filmed in the couple towns over from. Okay, one of the Glenbard Glenbard East or something.
0: Now this I, how this hasn't been a bigger story, I don't know. Apparently, allegedly, Corey Haim, who was probably twelve, thirteen at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, He got raped on the set of Lucas by his co-star, A-list celebrity, Charlie Sheen.
1: Had you heard that? I was, when I was reading about that documentary, I heard that was one of the accusations.
0: I had never heard that.
1: That was was recent because it came out now. You talk about how disinformation, how, you know, we talk about it in the terms of, oh, I saw aliens, I got in a... Old West style gunfight with uh, a old <laughs> old old gray or you know yeah who was that oh, well God, yeah was that whichever yeah. guy like you want to yeah. let whatever nut job talk about it go for mm-hmm. it nobody will believe him you don't think Corey Feldman's in that position everything else he does is bonkers
0: but they had several other people uh, who were working on that film. I don't remember. I uh, nobody. No, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying
1: like if you're, they're like yeah, they're going to let him say this because he's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't just him. There was other people who were like, yeah, we kind of heard that too, and yeah, that's something we've all kind of swept under the rug, dude. What the fuck? And you know, I don't know Charlie Sheen. I don't know anything about him, but now that that seed has been planted he He's got a weird energy about him, it seems like Charlie it just, sheen Charlie Sheen just seems like
1: yeah, he's a crazy fucking yeah, yeah he's sex a, he's, fiend. A nut,
0: he's a nut job, like and, you know again it's it's ridiculous to say that about somebody you don't know personally, but just seeing just you know, he's looking been
1: documented as being like a crazy sex fiend, well, crazy sex
0: fiend is one thing, but to. To rape a co star on a movie set is a whole nother ball game, but like Jesus. I don't but, know. Okay.
1: And look at it this way. You got like, hey, I've I got a party. I got uh, underage kids here. It's a full fucking Epstein situation. I got kids here. There you go, movie producer. Oh, did you just bang this person at my party? Well guess what? They're thirteen and now I basically own you. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if Scientology has any part of that, but if Scientology is just like, hey, yeah, what what are your secrets? We got them? Great. You're going to be in this movie. You're going to make this movie. Yeah. That's my that's my theory. They get people's secrets, and then they just blackmail them into getting whatever. To, the only thing I don't understand is, like, why is it so huge in Florida? Why, like, in show business, it makes sense. Why is it big in these other places? That's why I yeah. don't understand the attraction of getting, what? like, pedophilia, being a part of it.
0: You're asking why is pedophilia such an attraction, like in Florida and other places? No, no,
1: no. Why Scientology? Is. Oh, like, Scientology. Why, like, sorry. what makes an average person go, yeah, this? Hey, you guys all dress like Best Buy assistant mm-hmm. managers. Sarah Silverman.
0: Weird. Sarah Silverman has a great bit about that. I don't know if it's a bit, but she talked about it on uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. But the only reason people think Scientology is weird is just because it's so recent. But she was like, if you really break it down and compare yeah. it to some other religions, it's really not that much crazier than other religions. If you think about all the fairy tale stuff that happens in the Bible. But she's just, the, her point was like, it's just because it's so recent. It's just because the guy's name is Ron that we think yeah. it's so odd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I used to have a joke about how cults are like, oh, they're just indie religions. <laughs> And honestly, like, they always sound like every cult documentary I ever watch sounds great until the main dude, it's always a dude, the main dude, starts trying to fuck everybody's wives and daughters. And that's mm-hmm. like, well, this one's over. Yeah. But up until that point when they're all like, yeah, man, we all just make shitty music and grow our own vegetables. I'm like, I could do this. <laughs> I could go, I can go split rent. 37 ways on your <laughs> abandoned mansion in the woods. Yeah. Hell yeah. I could do that. And then it's like, all right, we, now we're all going to fuck. I'm like, ah, I might dip out of this. <laughs> oh, like, I got to bow out of this one, guys.
0: All right. Moving on. Sidlicious. That's a great handle. Sidlicious nice. ask, uh, we've covered this, but why not answer it again? What you guys, what's your guys drink of choice? To get through this time, well, you're you're, you're rocking the uh, Bud Light Seltzer right now. I'm on I'm to doing... mango.
1: I went through strawberry <laughs> and lime. I'm on to mango. Oh god, how <laughs> how is mango? Sounds good. I like anything mango. I really enjoyed the strawberry ones because it's okay. like a, it's like a Lacroix where it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. You get like a like those margaritas in a can or something Ugh. or a Paloma in a can, Ooh. and it sucks, man. It's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, these are just a hint of the flavor. It's also water so you're hydrating. It's a perfect beverage. <laughs> Dave, so what you're... what what bourbon are you drinking?
0: Dude, my favorite, Jim Beam Black. Beam. Jim Beam Black. I like regular Jim Beam uh just because it's cheap and it you know tastes good to me. I'm a simple man. But uh I can get a regular uh 750 a Jim Beam for about 11 bucks, but if I want to splurge and spend 16 or 17 bucks, I'll go with the Jim Beam Black and it's just uh it's just aged longer. I'm I'm not a big – I don't know the ins and outs of of bourbon and whiskey and stuff, but I can tell a difference a little bit between the uh, regular Beam and the Beam Black. But, uh, yeah, and Katie's such a sweetheart. She's always mm -hmm. surprising me with little gifts and always buying me bourbon and stuff, and she'll come home with, like, a a pretty – I mean, for me, an expensive bottle of bourbon's thirty-five, forty bucks. I know, yeah. you know, connoisseurs, you know, would scoff at that. And but, uh, you know, when I, when one of my favorites is sixteen, seventeen bucks, and she's coming home with a forty-dollar bottle of Jefferson or Wood uh, Woodward Reserve, is it Woodward? Um, no, I but know yeah. What, yeah, what, yeah, yeah,
1: Wood. Hmm.
0: And, and those are great. I like those, but Woodford, Woodford, Woodford? Reserve, yeah, and those are fine, and, and they're great, but. I mean, for my money, give me a $16, 17 bottle of Jim Beam Black. I'm fine with um, it. That's what I'm drinking right now.
1: I think you got me onto the beam. I was always, James, I got two bottles of Jameson. One of the neighbors was going to the store, like, you need anything? I'm like, however much whiskey you can get. But uh, <laughs> So I'll go, I, you know, I think, I, was it like a Southern thing? Like, you guys were always like, if you ordered a shot in a bar, if you ordered a shot in a beer for somebody uh-huh. without asking what they wanted, what would you normally get for them?
0: uh Jack Daniel's or Jim Beam, one or the other? Yeah. Okay, Chicago is always Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that cuz the Irish. But yeah, in, in the south, yes. you know, we're true to the Kentucky and the Tennessee and the Kentucky stuff. That's so. I
1: figure it was like a regional choice. Mm-hmm. Uh I got that here, but you got me out of the Jim Beam uh for what for having around the house. I yeah. got I like Bullet. Bullet's good. Uh, I like Bullet. Yeah. I mean, there's none that I there's none that I'm shunned
0: see i'm not a fan of jameson i just uh for some reason i don't know you know and i'm probably wrong but it just it there's a little minty hint to it a little mouthwash hint to it and uh, that's
1: just a four-leaf clover
0: yeah and that doesn't do it for me oh it's just a little
1: leprechaun in. wishing you a little bit of luck <laughs> sneaking <laughs> yeah, into um, your gullet
0: and you got me on to uh for years, the only liquor I would mess with is whiskey or bourbon. Um, mm. But you got me on to a tequila kick. I've been messing with oh. a little bit of tequila every now and then. Uh, that's tequila, a different drunk. Tequila and cranberry juice. That's a
1: good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's what liquor That's Cohen a good drank. drunk for the quarantine. I think that's like a more uplifting drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a crazier a drunk. Uh-huh. It's crazier, but I don't think it's angry. Whiskey, I could see <laughs> leaning towards an angry yeah yeah i'm lucky a that i'm drunk
0: i'm lucky that i'm i'm a happy goofy drunk i i never get angry or or violent or you know anything so um when know when i get shit faced i'm just i'm just goofy and now i'll i'll get playfully violent as you've yeah. experienced um, I'll, yeah, I'll wanna, been, been i wanna wrassle. i wanna i i wanna i want i want you to put me in a headlock or you know something like that but uh you know, I'm 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 just a big goofball when I'm drunk. So, but I I that being said, I can tell a bit of a difference. Not necessarily, you know, good or bad, but just a different a, a lateral move when I'm tequila drunk. It's just a little bit different.
1: I get a little bit more like let's let's juggle something. <laughs> you know, a little more yeah, a little more rascally. I don't I've never been a sad drunk though, which is probably. Like the people that I know that don't drink, they're like, nah, I would just drink and I would get in a real bad mood and like so I knew it wasn't good for me. That's how I am most of the time with weed, mm-hmm. even though I smoked I but I didn't even take a big rip. I took one little toot off of a pipe. <laughs> little toot. Just to see just to just to see how it goes. But I know now it took me a long time to realize <clears throat> like Everybody's smoking pot. Yeah, I want to get fucked up, but I wouldn't get fucked up in a fun way. I would smoke pot and hate being at a party and have to go hide. I wish alcohol had an adverse effect on me, but I just, I, I love it. I love it. I really do, man. Not a care in the world. Not a care in the world when I'm drunk.
0: Uh, it's fun. Drink more alcohol, people. Uh, here's one for you, Kyle. Ty Bab asks, uh, Kyle, about to pull the trigger on a mountain bike. Any recommendations on accessories that you love or something you added to the bike to make it better? And he asked me oh, a question, okay. a most loved kitchen gadget. But, Ty, I believe you asked that. I, I answered that on the, uh, the food Q&A. So my most loved kitchen gadget is um, my bullet blender because I like to puree all my vegetables.
1: Have but, a good yeah. food processor.
0: Yeah. Uh, what, what's, a good, what's some good accessories
1: for a mountain bike? I mean, it's going to sound ridiculous uh, when you look at the price tag, but if, if you've never ridden a mountain bike, you need <clears> to <throat> get a dropper post. What's that? Dropper post, It's uh, you know, uh, they're hydraulic or cable activated. It's a seat post that you can lower with a little thumb control by the handlebars. Okay. Because if you're riding your bike up and down crazy hills, when you're going up the hill, You want your seat post up high so you could sit on the seat and pedal and extend your legs the right way. Ah. When you're going down, you got to get that seat out of the way. So you want to be able to drop it all the way down. Interesting.
0: So you're doing it on the fly.
1: So no, as you're riding the bike, boom, Uh the same way you shift gears, it's a little thumb lever, boom, because where I go riding, now, if you're not riding on anything crazy, you don't need to worry about this. Uh Uh-huh. But I'll have stuff where it's like all of a sudden like, oh, pedaling up, pedaling up, pedaling up, and all of a sudden it just drops off to go down. You want to be able to get that seat the fuck out of the way because you want your center of gravity low. Once you're going up the hill, you don't want to have to stand. That's a weird way to be. You want to be able to sit and transfer your power to the pedals. You want that dropper post. Any, any. If you Google what's the accessory you want, they're going to tell you dropper post. Everything okay. else after that, I don't know, man, but dropper post.
0: Way to go! That makes sense. And I just got—I
1: just got—they're uh, called <sighs> shit. I can't even see what they're called now. Ma- magnetic bottle clip for the frame because I was carrying hydra- a backpack with water in it, and now uh-huh. I got a magnetic frame clip for the water bottle because bottle cage might not fit in a mountain bike, but these magnetic f- ones fit because then the magnets are on the water bottle and it just clamps right onto the frame instead of having to pull it in and out of a cage. Dropper okay. post. Fit, yeah, magnetic bottle clip, maybe. That's where I'm pointing you to. Okay. All
0: anyway, right that's a
1: quick one. I know that that ostracizes a, a large group of the listeners. <laughs> no, I'll that's fine.
0: That. No, no, nothing wrong getting niche here
1: every now and then. And so if you're riding you go, on Tide. a trail, get a bell. You need a you need a good bell. Timber bells. They're annoying, but you'll get used to them. And also, it'll save you if you're on a trail. From bombing down a trail and then smashing headfirst into a hiker because you have a bell on your bike. Oh, okay. Let people know you're coming. Clear I've out. i still almost hit people that are just wearing headphones and hiking up, but still. It's a, it's a courtesy thing, and you do that, and then a hiker can't get mad that you came up on him and scared him and almost ran him over because if yeah. you do that, then the hiker complains to the park district, and then the trail gets shut down for mountain bikers. So that's mm. a good thing to do. That sucks. Okay, and, right on, man. Not a funny answer, but what a, that's what I'm saying.
0: Cool. Corey Childers asks, uh, what's y'all's favorite hot sauce? Not necessarily high heat, just best flavor. Good hot question, Corey. Yes. Uh, hell yeah, Corey. I'll go first. Uh, ironically, one of my favorite and one of my least favorite hot sauces are made by the same brand. I think straight up regular Tabasco I can, sauce can I guess, tastes I like gonna, shit. I
1: can guess where you're going with this. Yeah,
0: already. straight up Tabasco sauce tastes like shit. I can't stand it. And, but time. I, I do love the Chipotle. Mm-hmm. I like the and, and and the jalapeno, the green jalapeno, and the uh, mm-hmm. red Chipotle. I think are both delicious. And my other uh, go to, I love Cholula. I think Cholula great. And I love I love Louisiana. I love Frank's. But um, yeah, uh, Cholula probably my favorite, and then uh, Tabasco Chipotle right underneath that.
1: Um. Boy, not being in my house, but in the garage, I can't refer to the brand names now and I feel bad. hmm Because there's some hot sauce companies, they just made. A, they make a wide swath of flavors. Yeah. Uh, volcanic hot sauces, I think. Okay. Uh, and I'm saying I only know this because they've sent me stuff. They make all kinds of stuff, but they got a lot of crazy sauces in there. Cool. They got like a curry sauce, a weird chocolate chipotle sauce. Mm -hmm. So variety-wise, check out Volcanic Hot Sauce and another company that I have posted. They've given me stuff, and so I want to give them a shout-out because the sauce is good. And I can't remember the name of it, so I feel bad. But uh, there's a sauce. It's like a Central California coast sauce called Cayucos. C U Y fuck. Uh-huh. Cayucos. It's got a little hot pepper on a surfboard on the label. (laughs) That's a good across-the-board sauce. I get, I don't know if this is um, uh, xenophobic of me, but uh, I I, I only use, like, Mexican hot sauces for Mexican food. If I'm eating Uh Indian food, I put a sriracha. Okay. Or, like, a, a hot sauce of that kind on that food.
0: No, I'm kind of that way too. It's it's weird to put sriracha on a taco. I know a lot of people. I'm sure do it, it
1: tastes fine. I just feel uh-huh. like you this this knows this sauce.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, and that reminds me. Speaking of like niche regional sauces, I've uh, I've spoken highly of people in the South. Uh, if you get a chance to go to Big Bad Breakfast, the absolute best breakfast I've ever had. Uh, they got oh, yeah, one in
1: place of the shit.
0: Yeah, they started in Birmingham. They got two or three in the Birmingham area. They got one in Nashville, they got one in Charleston, South Carolina. Maybe a couple others. Uh best breakfast I ever had, but also one of the best hot sauces. They make their own hot sauce, and it's not even like a red hot sauce. It's more of like um it's more like a salsa verde almost, more more green. Mm-hmm. And it's not super hot, not not real spicy, but just flavor for days. Just so much damn flavor, um, and they make it themselves. And oh, did I, did I, I? I think I got you a bottle. I don't know if have you have you tried that yet, or did I give
1: From you a Big to Bad you? Breakfast? I don't think yes. I have that.
0: Oh shit, maybe <laughs> you know Is what? it maybe. called that? <laughs> it's it, there's no label to it. It's just a little hot sauce bottle. Uh, maybe I bought it for you and then <laughs> and then kept it for myself, uh, like an asshole. Uh, hey, but, hey,
1: I know but, how that works.
0: But, dude, uh, yeah, anybody uh, in Birmingham or Nashville or Charleston, uh, if you haven't already, Big Bad Breakfast, insane. They have a, uh, put it this way, they have a fried oyster scramble. A fried oyster scramble. Get the fuck out of here. I never uh,
1: messed around with a fried oyster. Oh,
0: dude, I love fried oysters. Oh, one, one of the best foods in the world. They, here's another thing. They make their own jams and jellies. All right, they make they make homemade blueberry jam, homemade strawberry jam, homemade peach jam. Oh God, I'm a little buzzed now, and I'm I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm getting excited. I get a little worked up. I was
1: wondering how many more fruits. Like none of these are surprising jams. Blueberry, oh gee, I love blueberry. Homemade shit, cockroach jam, <laughs> but dude, big
0: bad breakfast, fucking rules, and uh, their hot sauce is some of the best I've ever had. So, can't you speak know what I got? Enough. You know what I
1: got here? I got speaking of jams and jellies, I got uh, I got like a jalapeno jam mm, mm-hmm. here, which I wish I could remember. Yeah, like a pepper for. jelly. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. I don't stuff. know where to use that. You could throw that on a biscuit. You could throw it on a cracker. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. I don't know if that's a southern thing or, or what, but it, it I like is very it. popular. I just don't in know. Like, South. do
1: I put it on eggs? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, I, I'm confused because it's a jelly. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, toast, but I wouldn't eat a piece mm-hmm. of toast with it.
0: But no, then you I'm like, could, where do I put jalapenos? Put I put
1: it on a burrito. I'm yeah. like, I could put jelly on a burrito.
0: You could do. It's very versatile. I know it sounds weird to put, you know, uh, when you think of jams and jellies, you think of sweet, not savory and spicy. But uh, that's how they get you. It's both.
1: I got <laughs> candied jalapenos in there, too. Oh, I like that stuff. Anytime I can get candied That I'll tell you that for anybody listening. Anytime you can get candied jalapenos, get <sighs> eat them yeah. right out the jar.
0: I'd much rather have a, uh, a candied or a pickled jalapeno than a, than a straight up raw jalapeno. I like raw jalapenos, but boy, my my sensitive uh, my my delicate sensibilities just can't handle it. I hiccup. I start to now raw much.
1: jalapenos is a real a real combative
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, ingredient. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. What am I trying to say? I keep wanting to say accessories. What do you call it? condiment? It's a combative condiment. A- or accoutrements. What do you call food accessories? Oh, yeah, <laughs> condiments. All right, well, we're both, you know, it's like a pair of earrings for a sandwich. What am I trying to get up? All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. This might it. be
1: an ideal way to record, Dave. I'm having a blast. I'm just sitting oh, I'm in a lawn a good chair time. in my garage, half in the bag. <laughs> this, as long as the audio quality is great. I don't know. I think this is coming together.
0: Uh, I'm having fun. Uh, ben Breen. Breen? I'm I'm mispronounce I, I ben know Breen. Ben.
1: I know is this, Ben.
0: Is this Ben, the comedian from Denver?
1: No, B-R-E-Y-N-E. Oh. Yes. That's ah, my buddy from Chicago. What's up, Ben?
0: How do you pronounce his last name?
1: Brain, Breen, Breen. Breen. All right. Breen. I never said there's, his last You know you got friends, you never say their last names. Yeah, that's true. There's a... Uh, uh, there's ben. a it's Ben from Naperville.
0: There's a Ben with a similar last name who's a comic in Denver. He's very funny. Uh, but anyway, Ben Breen asks: uh, We all, or in parentheses, or most do at least, know the male voice from the intro is the guy uh, Carl on Aquatine Hunger Force. That's our buddy Dave mm-hmm. Willis, uh, creator and voice actor on Aquatine Hunger Force and Squidbillies. Has it ever been revealed who the female voice was with Kyle on the other intro? Apologies if it has been asked. I'll let you answer that one. The uh, he's referring. I know you probably don't listen to the intro as much, but uh, the one where you and a female, a I don't female, think I've ever heard the intro? Okay, well, we got about five <laughs> or six that we rotate. But if you remember, you recorded one, and there's a I got female. Rachel,
1: Rachel did you one. Go.
0: Rachel. He's, he's referring to the Rachel where you're trying to. You're trying to coach her up, and you're like, no, not sexy. Say it again. You know, <laughs> the Boogie Monster with Kyle Cadane and Dave Still.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's all Rachel doing that. That's the misses. Yeah. So there and you then, go. And then Brandy Posey did one, right?
0: Brandy Posey is the other female voice that pops up from time to she time. She got radio
1: so. history, so she did that. hmm Yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all Rachel. She's inside.
0: Um, mm. How's she doing? Is she, she doing all right? She's
1: doing good. Yeah, she's working the from Rona, home. You know, scared of the Rona. She's still employed. Oh yeah, she's working oh, from home. That's good. That's so good. I leave her alone during the day. My 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 <sighs> personal quarantine got lifted. It's been two weeks. Uh huh. So now my personal space uh, is no longer sacred. There you go. And I'm being uh, <laughs> harassed on a regular basis by that woman. <laughs> She threats, it's it's a physical threat now. I had two weeks of peace in my own home where I knew I wasn't just going to, somebody wasn't just going to spring out of a doorway Uh and then ghost punch my dick. And now that's over. So now I'm back on edge. Now there's no chill.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to spill your business there, but she's, she's been known to be aggressive towards you from time to time.
1: Yeah, she's real aggressive. It's a real (laughs) domestic situation.
0: That's a good problem to have there. The neighbors
1: call the cops. It's... She's going to jail. It's not me. (laughs) Oh, that cracks me up. Uh, you you tell the officer it was an accident. (laughs) You'd be over here cleaning up blood.
0: Oh, God. Uh, The Savage Cabbage asked, any embarrassing nicknames from your past you want to share? That's a good question. I think I've talked about, uh, in my radio days, I was... uh, It was not my idea. My boss... At South 106.1, today's hit country in Gainesville, Georgia. <laughs> today's the, very
1: he, hit country.
0: Yeah, I was, he he gave me the moniker of Dangerous Dave. And I thought that was lame as shit, but I wanted the gig, so I said, yes, sir. So <laughs> I, Dangerous, Dangerous Dave, Dave. Yeah, promptly I was, at
1: 7 p.m. every night.
0: <laughs> yes, Dangerous Dave. I was the host of Crying, Loving, Laughing, or Leaving. That's a mouthful. <laughs> But uh, from from seven to ten p.m. I and it was all teenage redneck teenagers, and it was a call in request show, and it was just nonstop. Hey Dave, this is Tina from Ball Ground, Georgia. I want to wish my boyfriend Charles a good thank, day. Thank he God you up. got away
1: from that with yeah. this Q and A podcast we're doing right now.
0: But yeah, just just talking to horny redneck teenagers on the phone and playing Tim McGraw records. That was my life <laughs> for a couple
1: of years. Oh, horny teens will never have good taste. They're clouded no. by all the horn.
0: <laughs> Any nicknames for you? Have you ever had a there's, nickname? There's,
1: there's been children c- that have been, uh... Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: Hey, I lost you again. Sorry about there, that. Brother. There we are. All right. Uh, nicknames for you. I know uh, you have, uh, fans have given you a nickname that I've always been jealous of. I think Uncle Barbecue is a great name. I
1: called runner. myself that.
0: Okay. I didn't I didn't know if you called yourself that. That's right. You called yourself I that. I called in myself
1: joke. that at the beginning of special. People hung on to it. No, yeah. I think, I mean, Kyle's already just a bad enough name. <laughs> Like it doesn't have a great like. Kyle's a punchline name.
0: There's no old Kyle. Like every every
1: yeah every meme that's like oh fucking Kyle. Like it's it's Karen. It's the Karen mm. of men.
0: <laughs> oh man. So, Any others yeah, from, I'm, I'm from younger stuck with it.
1: from your no, younger he, days? I always got to the point where like Kyle was like a, a, a more unique name than it is now. When I was mm-hmm. younger, like I think there might have been one other Kyle in my school. Uh huh. And I was like, oh man, they're going to call me like Kyle Shitpile. You know, like Kyle Lingus or something.
0: <laughs> Kyle Lingus.
1: And so I already came up with the nicknames getting ready for it. Like, you know, like you know, like <clears throat> I you were probably not bullied as a youth, Dave. No, nah, not really. <laughs> and I was always I'm I'm um, I'm a little man. Uh-huh. You know, so physically. I'm a small man. And from an early age, like, all right, my self-defense is going to be my mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna suck them off till they stop beating me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll uh, I showed I'll, him
1: I'll suck your dick till you I'm stop gonna, punching me.
0: I'm gonna suck this <laughs> idiot's dick. <laughs>
1: What happened? Well, it was like three guys trying to beat the shit out of me, but I fucking <laughs> fucked them to death. I and would them. I and would them till they left me alone. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My biggest concern now is how I'm going to get out of this lawn chair. It's one of these real low slung motherfuckers. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I uh, No, I was like already like, You know, like if you're a comedian, you think like, what's the third thing you should say to be funny? Yeah, yeah. You don't go with the first thing. You don't go with the second thing. What's Mm -hmm. the third thing? What's the step that nobody else is going to take when they're trying to be funny? Yeah, that's like a comedy lesson. Is go for the furthest reaching thing you Mm -hmm. can go for. Don't go for the first thing.
0: Yeah, the first thing is what like your uncle would come up with. Yeah,
1: that's some water cooler shit. The second thing is how you make friends. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing people say is like, Oh, you got a sense of humor. You're going mm-hmm. with the you're going with the deep cut around these people, but I know you yeah. got more to you. Yeah. And then the third thing is like, ah, I guess I'll do an open mic, and that's when your life's <laughs> But so being like small and glasses, you know, and like, all right. I'll be quiet. I was quiet as a child, and then eventually, like, oh, I would say one thing, people would laugh at it, and then I'd find the other kids that were getting bullied, and I'm like, I'll be the king of the kids being bullied by saying some smart ass shit, and then all those kids were real funny. Those are my friends to this day. Mm -hmm. But so I never had nicknames because I was like, I was like already thinking of what they're going to call me, and anybody bullying me wasn't. Bullies aren't smart. No, you know no, they're not.
0: I was actually, I, I, you know, not, not a humble brag, but I've never really been bullied. Uh, but I was the bully hunter. I, I'm the one that bullied the bullies because I'm a defender <laughs> of justice. I remember this true story. When I was in sixth grade, we had this one little shithead who was kind of a bully, and uh, he bullied a mentally challenged kid. And uh, and I got wind of that, and um, I uh, I punched him in the stomach, and he doubled over, and I picked him up and threw him in a trash can, one of those (laughs) big, you know, one of the big like fifty gallon gray trash cans. We had it in the bathroom. Oh man, you were uh,
1: playground justice, Dave. Before yeah, I was playground justice.
0: Yeah, I was like, no way, dude. You were kickball justice, Dave. You're not going to make fun of the mentally challenged kid, and I punched this kid in the stomach. And he doubled over, and I like picked him up and and, and knocked him into a trash can, and I got high fived. Yeah. My Hell my yeah. hand my hand was
1: sore from all the high fives. Even the teacher was like, "Good job,
0: Dave." Yeah, no, fuck that, dude. I, I more than one occasion. I don't know if I've told this story in high school. Uh, my brother was two years older than me, he still is, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for getting that
1: one. Ah, the dumb ones get me sometimes, Dave. The dumb ones get me. <laughs> that would never get to laugh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we got a home uh, he, for that humor over here, buddy.
0: Yeah. Uh, more than one occasion in high school, uh, probably three or four times I had to like go and confront my older brother's bully. And, uh, I was like, Hey, why don't you pick on somebody your own side? What, wh- whatever fucking leave <laughs> my older brother alone. And, uh, yeah, but yeah my brother, he was just kind of a passive dude. You know, he, he wasn't, uh, you know, he not a puss, but he was just, you know, he was just one of those, Hey, he'd rather That's... not deal with it. And, uh, I, just, not on my watch. You're not gonna. You're not gonna bully my brother. Not if I'm around. Get the fuck yeah, out of here, some dude. People. So,
1: yeah. Well, you I, know, I, look. I realized that I I was a smart ass to the point where I probably. You know what? I I, I probably still was being a bully to some people, but just by I, I don't think it's a bully. Like I bully. I feel is has a physical component. Hmm. So I don't think I was a bully. I was definitely an asshole. Yeah. I will say that as much. As I was never physically able to intimidate people, but I could. I could be real mean with my words because my mm-hmm. thought was like, "Well, if you don't like it, you're going to kick the shit out of me." So I was like, "I'll see how far I can go with my words." Which I, I, looking back, I'm sure I took that too far with some some people. But I was never a physical person. I remember me and my buddy Joe were like already tiny as freshmen mm-hmm. in high school, and we were in the bathroom and like some. Like, what? I, think about high school. When you enter high school, you're a child. And oh, when you yeah. leave high school, you're a fully grown man. Yeah, yeah. Who can go into the military.
0: That's weird. That is crazy.
1: And you enter when you're a, still a, in a child's body. hmm And so that yeah. was us. And some, like, seniors came in the bathroom and was like, man, were they letting... Th- children in here now? I'm like, yeah, buddy, we're on a field trip, and we're both <laughs> 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 and my buddy Joe's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what's good? oh, fine, he's gonna beat up a child. I don't give a shit. I was always I remember- a smart ass. I was always, I was like, I was always small enough that where if somebody was gonna beat me up, they weren't gonna, it was gonna be like a hate crime. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, you beat children. Like, you be <laughs> like, so I, I, I would say a lot of dumb shit to dudes bigger than me and occasionally sometimes i've like got friends out of it this dude mike that i was like, calling you ever have like a friend like remember when you're little you don't know if you're friends with somebody because then occasionally they just want to kick your ass and then sometimes <laughs> you because then sometimes you'd like be you'd be on the bus with them and you'd be like fuck you go fuck yourself and then like a week later you'd be invited to their birthday party or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was this guy mike and i knew he wouldn't like like punch me in the face, but, like, put me in headlocks and stuff. And, I, like, was in a headlock, and I was still making fun of him. He's like, I can't do this. So, <laughs> like, when you, when you look at where the roots of your stand-up comes from, I think it was yeah. when I, like, joked my way out of getting my ass kicked in the middle of getting my ass kicked.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Young Kyle. That oh, that's head, man. That's funny. All right, let's, uh, let's do one more and then land this plane. Um, yeah,
1: I've got to go have supper.
0: Yeah, me too. I gotta, I'm gotta. thawing out a steak. So, uh, all right, uh, Tim Parham. <laughs> Parham? I, I can't read. Uh, I
1: can hey at it, so i got to yeah. trust
0: you. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you handling the corona lockdown? Uh, my question, what is the strangest dream that you could remember having, and do you think it had any real meaning? That's a good question. Strangest dream. One time I had a dream that a hamburger was trying to eat me. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I had
1: one I had one last night. Sean Patton sent me a video that was just an edit of him farting. <laughs> it was him looking at his phone but farting and then his girlfriend in the background just going, "No!" Like there was like five or six good farts. Oh, but wow. then I fell asleep listening to People's History of the United States by Howard uh-huh. Zinn. And so that permeated my dream but it was Sean Patton doing some speech about early capitalism, but still him <laughs> being Sean Patton Oh, that's and being funny. like, and this is how they took advantage of the miners by having like, forget what it was called where they had like, and him just going and, uh, and then for some reason, then, you know, dream logic just shifts to a party where I'm at and my dad's there and he's in great shape. Uh huh. And he shakes hands with Anthony Jezelnik. And I'm like, oh, but the virus. And they're both like, Bah, who cares? Anyway, that's a dream <laughs> I had last night. That's a good one. Good for you. So there you go. There, there's one for you. <laughs> most,
0: and, and I guess this is a common thing, but most of my dreams I can't remember. Um, but one that does stick out that I had about 10 or 12 years ago, I woke up in a panic. It's one of those where I, like, forced myself to wake up Mm-hmm. You ever do that, where you're like, this is so bad that my reptilian brain is going to just pop me oh, out of this Oh, yeah, I've, I've bounced scenario. out of
1: some, yeah. I had a dream
0: one time that, uh, I don't know how this came about, but uh, <laughs> it was revealed that, oh, by the way, Dave, you have six children. <laughs> I remember, like... I remember someone telling me that, oh, yeah, you idiot, you have six kids. Like like maybe all my – some of my past flings or whatever, you know, the classic story of, you know, getting a letter or getting a knock on the door and, you mm-hmm. know, a, a, a one-night stand from ten years ago or whatever. But, yeah, I had a dream that I had – at one time it was revealed that I had six children, and I was just like, holy shit, my life is over. What, what happened – and of course, the logic doesn't make sense. Like, you know, at one time, what did I, I don't know what uh, the, the <laughs> six the, children,
1: they're all uh, the same uh, age, they're from the same mom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Not a sextuplet, but what would you call that? I don't know. But, Has uh, anybody
1: checked on Octo Mom through all this? That's what I want. Octo Mom. What?
0: How many did she, have? Octo was eight? Eight. She had eight kids. Good God. What was that? That was about 15 years ago, right?
1: Fuck! She, she got gets, eight fifteen-year-olds.
0: She got some, and then she got like some weird plastic surgery. Like she had some weird Mrs. Potato Head lips or something.
1: I have shit. You had to have something done. To, you had eight <laughs> kids just spawning out of you like a like like a spider egg hatched.
0: Yeah, lips is not the proper term. That I should have used there. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I, I remember having it, and it, like, just panicked me so much that I forced myself to wake up and be like, okay,
1: got gotcha, good. I've had stuff, true. yeah, I've I've woken up where I've been, like, the emotions have been so real I've woken up fearful or sad or something. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, yeah, weird dreams, I kind of just like, yeah, dreams are always weird, so I don't try to keep track of them. But that one was last night, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, good where times, go, we go. buddy. Yeah, man, I'm feeling good about it. I mean, yeah, that's wh- not the right thing to say, but you know what I mean.
0: That's all right. You, you mentioned supper. What's for supper tonight?
1: I don't know. I don't think we're doing takeouts. So we're, uh, we're rummaging around. I think we got we got some cod.
0: <laughs> cod I is like, a funny word.
1: I like a light fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like a, a, a pan-seared light fish, a light flaky yeah. fish.
0: Dude, try, uh, this isn't light and flaky is the opposite, but uh, you, ever, you ever mess with some swordfish? Ooh,
1: yeah, I've had that
0: in Aula. a restaurant. Never made it Aula. at home, but I've had a swordfish a steak it.
1: before.
0: Love swordfish. Almost uh, more of a firm, almost like a steak, almost like a beef steak. Uh, yeah.
1: Love it. Good times. Still doing fish. Got to enjoy it before I get sad about <clears throat> that shit next.
0: Yeah. Well, good times, buddy. Um, glad to hear you're doing well. Glad to hear the missus as well.
1: Likewise, and, uh, man.
0: Yeah, man. We're just uh, it's a weird time we're in. This is uh it's really crazy, but uh let's all keep our chins up and trudge forward and we'll uh persevere through this craziness, I hope.
1: Yeah, thrive until we don't, baby.
0: Yep. Patrons, thank you so much sincerely. I know we goof off here, but sincerely from the bottom of my heart. We appreciate the shit out of you. I mentioned this on the regular episode the other day. Uh, big surprise to me. I was convinced that we were going to lose most, if not all of you. Uh, understandably some, so, if you got going dip out of what, you know. Uh, yes, you know. understandably so. But uh, just unbelievable that we actually gained patrons since this thing started. So and thank I'll you be guys, honest, this so was much. a pretty
1: great episode, so you're welcome. <laughs>
0: but thank you so much guys we really appreciate it uh spread the word tell a friend and and like kyle said if you got to dip out uh momentarily temporarily or permanently we understand but uh for those of you who who stuck with us uh just my deepest uh gratitude towards you so thank you so much um but yeah so there you go there's there's your four dollars a month right there and uh we love you and we need you um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Take care of yourself.